0: Welcome to the Next Gen Work Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Ross. I help leaders support working parents so that they can recruit and retain the best people. Join me as I interview experts and provide insights into the struggles that parents and caregivers face in the workplace. Learn how your business can become a place where parents feel included, supported, and valued. Being a family-friendly business isn't just a nice-to-have anymore. For the next generation and those that are raising them, it is critical. Today I'm talking with Eli Johnson, a former teacher turned marketer with three kids, and we will get into all of the fun and chaos of the beginning of the school year, as well as the importance of taking care of yourself as a parent and having good communication with your spouse or partner. Uh, I hope that you enjoy our chat and let's get into it. All right. So welcome. Thank you so much for coming on uh, Playgrounds and Paychecks with me today. Can we get started? Eli, will you just tell our listeners a little bit about you and your family, your kids?
1: Yeah, I uh, taught Spanish for a decade and A year and a half ago, transitioned out, and now I'm in the marketing space as a copywriter. Um, I am married to Steph. She also, well, she continues teaching. um, And we have three kids. Lucia is almost seven. Phoenix is four. And Wilder is two and a half. So we've got, uh, yeah, we are close to out of diapers well, out of pull ups, I should That's say. That's exciting. It's very close. Yeah. yeah. The end is in yeah. sight. We see
0: it. <laughs> yeah. When you've been doing the diapers for, I'm sure, like close to seven years now <laughs> between mm-hmm. the
1: three yeah.
0: of them. Um, <laughs> my daughter is one and a half, a uh, little over 18 months, and she's potty training. So, like, the end is in sight for us too. It's getting close. <laughs> yeah. That's exciting times. Um, so anyways, managing all those guys, uh, you know, all your kids going in all different directions, right? Do they all go to like preschool or daycare of some kind during the day?
1: Uh, First grade, um, uh-huh. half day, PM, preschool, and then full time in home daycare.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. So in your home or in somebody else's home?
1: Somebody else's home.
0: Yes. Okay. So yeah. you have three different places and at three different times of day for pickups yes. and stuff, right? Wow. Yeah. So how do you guys balance all of that?
1: Well, we learned last year, we're probably gonna have to take this year by year, you know. Um yeah. once the you know, you get to a new school start and in our district, the kindergarten and pre-K is at its own building. Um it's about fifteen minutes from our house um the 1 and 2 building is pretty close to our house but there's no bussing available um and so like that's where we are right now anyways and so my wife's start time got bumped up 30 minutes uh so she has to arrive at school before anybody can be dropped off anywhere
0: oh no so i tackle
1: the mornings and then she tackles the afternoons um thankfully we have uh you know a few people in our tribe in our village who help on the days when um, I go into the office, it's an hour away. um, And that prevents me from being able to drop off our Mm. first grader. So um, that is really helpful. And then my mother-in-law picks up our middle and takes him to preschool four days a week. And then I um, handle him one day a week. So yeah, it's, yeah, there was a lot of coordinating and then like testing things out the first couple of weeks,
0: mm-hmm. figuring
1: out like, you know, Stephanie to figure out what time am I actually able to leave school, you know, after the buses yeah. are gone yeah. and the students are gone because she teaches high school. um, And for me, figuring out my commute, because uh, it's a newer role and, you know, how, If I want to arrive by this point, what time do I actually need to leave? Could I actually Mm -hmm. stay until the drop off? You know, it is testing things out and trying to have some flexibility in mind, you know, not not being married to any idea that we try out right away.
0: Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So have you kind of settled into a little bit of a routine now? I mean, you're about a month into the school year, right? Or
1: yeah, maybe a
0: little less. So maybe kind of figured it out. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we think the dust has settled. More
0: or less. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But then I mean, the beginning of the school year, at least for us, I mean, my kids are little, they're daycare, uh, but the beginning of the school year always brings a whole new onslaught of germs and funk. (laughs) So I mean, you right as soon as you get into that routine, it seems like (laughs) somebody is gonna get sick. Yeah. Uh, I I I sense a fever
1: spiking somewhere.
0: Right. Oh, yes! like all (laughs) last week that that was my experience. You know, I was finally in a groove and then sick kids are home. So how do you guys like deal with that? Do you pretty much have to stay home with them um, when somebody's sick or do you have some people in your tribe that kind of help with that or?
1: Yeah. um, I mean, it's nice with a work from home position. uh, The role I was in previously was really great about saying like do your best you know um Mm -hmm. my direct report she had three kids about the same ages and um there were times when like our sitter was sick or her kids were sick and so she can't sit and um so yeah it would fall on me and a work from home position is nice but also like tricky (laughs) i have found because you know i i think i just need to sometimes commit someday to like I'm just not going to be able to work in the morning or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, trying to like wear both hats of like, no, I can full-time work and full-time watch yeah. my kids when someone it's is hard. sick um, or I guess in some cases when they're not sick and they want to be as active as they normally are. Yeah. Um, that's not yeah. great. <laughs> I wouldn't say. <laughs> Yeah, um,
0: sometimes that's even harder when they're like maybe just coming off of being sick and they're starting to feel yeah. better, but they still can't technically go back. Or you have to keep all of them home because one of them is sick. I know we've kind of got that because they're both at the same daycare. So if one has germs, we can't very yeah. well bring the other one and be like, "Well, they're fine. I promise." You <laughs> know, I, I swear we. I, I yeah
1: swear to them. yeah
0: yeah yeah. So that that does get really tricky, especially trying to get anything accomplished like work-wise from home
1: (laughs) but overall it's still such a i mean when i transitioned out of the classroom just having one of us have Mm -hmm. flexibility was a huge exhale for us as a partnership and you know as a family um it just provides so much more margin you know that we're not like when we would get the text um you know, the sitter is sick. And so we wake Mm -hmm. up to the text at 545. And then we're quickly comparing plans, you know, (laughs) who's got a a more sub friendly plan that might may not even have a sub every single period, (laughs) you know, like, half of them were able to get coverage and the others weren't. So yeah, just to have it be like, Oh, I'm gonna have them or, you know, my mother-in-law Sunday, she'll step in mm-hmm. and say, Hey, I can take them. Do you need me to step in? And some days it's like, yeah. And other days it's, you know, I've got a lighter plate. And so it's totally fine, but I really appreciate that. We've got these people around us who can who can help us out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my family is all like four hours away, so we don't really have <laughs> any family members close by that can step in, um, in a pinch. I have had, I used to kind of work with the homeschool community around here before I found a teaching gig when we first moved. So I have some homeschooler connections. So I've had a few like teenage homeschool kids in the past when I absolutely couldn't take off work. My husband was out of town and it was like, "Um, could you come to my house for the day and stay with my kid? That's only kind of sort of sick, like probably not going to get you sick. Yeah, it's like begging and, you know, anybody that we can. You feeling lucky today? <laughs> yeah, like, um, can you just wash your hands a lot? It'll be fine. No. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we have been in that boat for sure. Um, and even my parents have actually, like, driven across the state to come over here and stay with a sick kid once. Um, yeah. So I'm glad that it's always nice to have family that's able to, like, pitch in and willing to and able to watch your kids um, in those situations. Yeah. Um, so now that you work from home, um, did you kind of feel this like relief when the school year started and everybody went back to, you know, where they go <laughs> back to the sitter <laughs> and the daycare <laughs> and the school. And you, now you have a quiet house to work in. I know I kind of, um, you know, after having them all home with me last week, and then I dropped them off at daycare this Monday, it was like, ah, <laughs> I can work in peace.
1: <laughs> uh, yes, Absolutely absolutely um yeah i mean working from home in the summer is interesting just you know you hear the scuffles you hear the spills you hear the tantrums um and my wife is a capable mother right there's still this pull of like does she need backup you know
0: yeah. It's really hard not some... to just jump in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so it's yeah, it was very nice when everyone when everyone went our own way, you know? Yes. And then we can reconvene <laughs> and have a nice dinner yeah. together, hopefully.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. You never know when a two year old running around. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Super um, fighting about what to eat or, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and sometimes it's kind of I guess I sort of struggled a little bit uh, with like feeling guilty that I had this sense of relief, but then I realized like, it, you know, it's okay. I I can't pour from an empty bucket. And I was so overwhelmed after a whole week of trying to like work with them home with me and we were all yeah. feeling sick. Um, you know, so at first I was like sense of relief. And then it was a like wash of guilt <laughs> for feeling relieved. Yeah. And, you know, there's so many like emotions i guess that kind of go into it
1: yeah it reminds me of when like you know those those who have kids and we've experienced that first Uh drop-off and then also that first drop-off that is so emotionally high strung you know and with our oldest that was the case a couple times and there was a season where it was she was screaming every time that we would leave Uh. in the morning which is just a horrific way to start your day yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's just like it comes with time, and over time, you just are like, ah, no, you know, we we sing a lot of yeah. Daniel Tiger, even when we go away, grownups come back. Um, <laughs> yes. Our youngest is now, he just like, he'll, you know, that's a little mantra that he'll say to himself sometimes <laughs> in the middle of playing, yeah. and, you know. Um, and it definitely gets easier, I think, mm-hmm. on the parent side, at least it has in our experience, you know. Again, just the more that we've done it and, and you get better at like how to prep the kid for that. And so it feels yeah. like a positive experience for everybody. If like, you get to go play with your friends today. You right. Know? Um, and our middle is super, super excited about preschool every single day. You know, he wakes up every day and he's like, is it a school day? Cause, yeah. Like, <laughs> um, and so, you know, he's really excited even when he starts his day at the in-home sitter. Um, uh-huh. it still is like he's looking forward to school and the sitter jokes that, uh, he's all, he needs a countdown. <laughs> you know, How many more hours <laughs> until I get picked up? So Aww. trying to frame it, you know, like you learn how to frame it yeah. positively for them too, because, uh, you know, we've all probably experienced being stuck together for too long. Um, yeah. <laughs> even if it's just a, in a weekend, you know, like obviously right. there's the, the more dramatic example of like the pandemic setting, but.
0: Yeah. Even just like
1: a weekend where you didn't make any plans and then it's rainy or it's cold or and then everyone just at each other's throats.
0: Yes, and We just yeah. need some
1: space and other interaction.
0: Yes. So. Yeah. It's healthy for, for all of us to go and interact yeah. with other people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Even if like in my case, most of that interaction is through a computer screen, you know. <laughs> I had to cancel yeah. like all of my calls when I had the kids home. So I hadn't actually talked to another adult and a week other than my <laughs> husband and it was like <laughs> i just need to talk to somebody even if they're in switzerland and i would you know
1: <laughs> yeah anybody
0: yeah. um so anyone yeah, that, out there yeah that is definitely like healthy for all of us to go and get interactions with other people get that recharged like time to ourself if you need it and then
1: yes everybody's
0: yeah. back together in the evening it makes for a much more pleasant evening and i know i always feel like i have so much more like energy and i could deal with the meltdowns and the fighting over dinner and everything a lot better right um you know after you've had just a few minutes away
1: um i yeah the the time away thing is something that steph and i because we both have this mentality of like no i need to be involved right now you know mm-hmm. and we feel like we're putting the other one out if we ask for that time away yeah um which is really interesting in a, you know, to need to like communicate that you need that time away. Or there are times where like one of us will just look at the other and be like, all right, go take an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and, yes, you yeah. know, it, it almost feels like, it's not punishment. You know what I mean? But there is a little bit of like correction of like, hey, you're not taking yeah. care of yourself. And now yeah. you're messing up everything in here too. <laughs> like, we don't need that. Yes. Energy,
0: yeah. You know, it's like you're just making um, things worse at this point. Like, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Have you experienced yeah. that of just like,
0: yes, right. absolutely. Like, uh, or just like an eye? Two nights ago, um, my son, we got home from daycare. He was like in a happy, great mood. And then just everything, it was like a light switch. I don't know what happened, but that kid was screaming about, everything and he's Mm -hmm. three and a half um and i don't know what started it but then like i suddenly wasn't cutting his food the right way and then i didn't run the (laughs) bath the right way and it was like everything was just wrong and he was totally melting i think he was just tired by the time we got them in bed i just like looked at my husband and was like i I need to go for a walk or something and he's like yeah get out of here like (laughs) yeah you know they were still like because they sleep, they're in the same bedroom, so they're still like playing and kind of fighting it out until mm-hmm. bed. And I was just like, you're on your own. I'm, I'm out of hey, here. I gotta go. Soldier. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Maybe they'll pass out soon. If not, it's all on you because I'm out yeah. of here for a little while.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. And then like you said, you know, sometimes he also will just look at me and or vice versa and be like, just go. <laughs> I got this. You go. Because um, mm-hmm. you could just tell when the other one is getting way overwhelmed or like just needs a minute and
1: yeah. You're right. We gotta and much better when, when one of us feels like, no, my cup is filled right now. So yeah. you go ahead and take it. it's a, a tricky situation when nobody's cup is full. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. When
0: you're all empty, it's just like, like all right, we're all leaving.
1: We're I'm all not sure all where we're in going, survival mode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh but I feel like like having that um, you know, communication with your spouse is really important. Yeah. Um, and just being able to you know pivot and be flexible and like communicate with one another at that level is is super important yeah.
1: yeah it takes i mean it takes trust built over time it takes i think some humility on a personal level to be like hey i need yes. space or i need time um but then yeah. like that trust aspect of like but the time that i am putting in i i am putting in 100 you know Mm-hmm. Um, like we are, we are going to share this mental load. We are going to share these responsibilities. Um, and I think that as you build up that trust and then hopefully again, you're partnering that with actual self-awareness, Yeah, you know, cause it, you know, not straying too far into like, I just need to be a busybody and I'm over-involved and my hands are in every bucket that our family is involved in or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like to, to also have that balance of like, I want to be involved, but I don't want to be hovering in everybody's business all the time.
0: Right. Um, Yeah.
1: To still maintain my own individuality, like as a human.
0: Yeah. And it's it's not uh, easy, but I don't know about you, but that got a lot easier for me. Um, after I left teaching, like my whole identity kind of seemed to be teacher, um, yeah, And yeah, in the last <laughs> yeah. like year or so, I've really, really had to kind of lean into like taking care of myself and realizing that that makes me a better parent. Um, yes. Yeah. You know, like I've started going for a run in the morning after I dropped them off at daycare and, you know, just take literally taking care of my body better, but also like just giving myself the mental break occasionally. Um, yeah. And I didn't really do any of that before. <laughs> and it, it makes a world of a difference. Um yeah. 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 You, know, you, yeah, can, you gotta take like care of number one first before you yeah. can take care of anybody else.
1: Absolutely. I mean in the schedule outside of education, I think does allow for just yeah better rhythms, you know. Um like you can feel great at the beginning of August, right <laughs> as a teacher. <laughs> uh, but to yeah, to be in a role where you've got a good team around you and you've got a, a boss that's understanding and compassionate, but also like, yeah. it's still challenging you. You know what I mean? Um, and it's not like, ah, show up when you can't. Um, <laughs> yeah. like this uh, holding the, the proverbial crown above your head of like, Hey, you're growing as, as a marketer in my, in my case, uh-huh. but also like, I still see that you are a parent and like your situation is unique right now. And so if you can't make it to the office this Monday, then, don't come like you don't need yes. to strain yourself or strain your family to make that happen this one day, you know, and that's really, really freeing. Um, yes. And, but also I think just, you know, being able to work alone in a quiet room on <laughs> a Tuesday is also a little bit, uh, a little bit easier to transition into parenting yeah. <laughs> um, come 4 p.m. yeah yeah being in a classroom with 25 14 year olds
0: (laughs) yes yeah yeah (laughs) that definitely makes a little bit of a difference (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but I mean even for those who like aren't able to you know work from home or even have that flexibility of you know hybrid roles just having a supportive boss in general like can make the world of difference just having someone who like understands that sometimes you're gonna need to take a sick day at five o'clock in the morning without any warning right. um you know that yep. life happens um and that as a parent like it happens quickly and unpredictably sometimes um, yeah. Yeah. so yeah just having somebody that you know your' superior that understands that like you're a human being and that you're going to have needs as a parent and as a family and who's willing to like work with you there I think that makes all of the difference
1: right. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So I think you have a course for parents, don't you? You want to tell we us do. a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, it was birthed out of a layoff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, you know. Um, yeah. So I was at a I was in a role and there were company wide layoffs um,
0: uh-huh.
1: last winter. And a woman that I got laid off with, she said, she was incredible. Um, and she was like, listen, you can teach and you can write. So like, what, and what can you talk about, you know, for 30 minutes without stopping? It was like, well, parenting, because that's the trench that I'm in right now. And, um, so Steph and I worked, you know, over through December through January, I would like bounce ideas off of her. And I did the bulk of the writing and then she would take a look at it and Mm -hmm. help with, you know, okay, I think that the structure needs to shift a little bit to be more conversation-based because um, our hope behind this was to help uh, unite parents, unite partners um, in in parenting. And so we titled it Team Parenting the Toddler Years. Um, And it's kind of a range, you know, because there are some aspects of like our six-year-old that were still in play, but um, we were thinking about the infant years still mm-hmm. with, you know, having a, at that point under two, um, yeah, it's all about, uh, knowing yourself as a person, but then, um, the bulk of it is conversation based around, you know, like, what was it like in your family growing up and like, what were the norms? It's the same thing yeah. with like entering into a, entering like in the marriage or just into a partnership. and maybe you live together and you're coming in with your norms and they're coming in with their norms and they're not always the same. Um, but we experienced that in parenting that you, we were so far in the marriage that we kind of just thought that we understood the norms, but this is a whole new frontier, right? Yeah. Um, and so like talking about screen time, talking about, um, meals, like what does a meal, what do we want that to look like? Um, And understanding that there's like freedom to change and reshape it, you know, even if you're two years in or like there are things that we do now that we didn't do when we had two, when we had one. Um, And so it was a lot of fun creating it. And um, it's really fun getting feedback from people saying like, man, this was really great to talk to my husband, to talk to my partner and um, to get on the same page about some things that we didn't even know we weren't seeing eye to eye on, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I love that. Cause like the way you were raised, the way I was raised, you know, like the two partners, it may have been very different in our houses growing up, but like we didn't Mm -hmm. have it necessarily. Talked about that as just a, a married couple, you know, you don't sit down and talk about like, well, did your family eat table around the dinner or dinner around the table, or did you eat on the couch in front of the TV? You know, <laughs> like that's just right. not a topic that really comes up unless, um, you yeah. know, you have kids and then specifically think about it.
1: Um, right. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Like, like that. How many times were you spanked as a child? <laughs> you know, yes. Like, yeah. How long were your timeouts or, you know, yeah. What was a reasonable punishment in your family? <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, that yeah. doesn't come up very often.
0: Exactly. That's not the kind of thing you're just talking about before you have <laughs> <Yeah>. kids, like. <laughs> yeah. And then once you have kids, and you're in the trenches, a lot of those decisions tend to be made like in the heat of the moment. Um, yes. Yeah. And then you're kind of going back after the fact, like, oh crap, maybe that's not the way we wanted to handle that, or like, I was really right. uncomfortable with the way you handled that. Um, you know.
1: Yeah. Let's talk there about so that. many things. Yeah, there are so many things in parenting that. Uh, the first time you encounter it and you know you have to make an in the moment decision and then it, without some reflection because you know obviously parenting is also really tiring yeah. and so you don't always feel like hey should we talk about that yeah. you know <laughs> the we way that, we that, incident that, or, that just happened yeah, yeah. <laughs> right um if you don't bring that reflection in then that knee-jerk reaction can become, the norm whether you want to or not you know what I mean like if you realize it or not that might become the norm um and so yeah trying to just set people up to to talk about it and it's not all Mm -hmm. about parenting too which is really important I think that um for us as we were dreaming up you know like what could this blog look like and this course and some future courses that we have in mind and Um, Coming back to that idea of how do we uh, stay true to, like, the individuals that we are
0: Mm -hmm. while
1: still respecting and honoring this this role of mom or dad, right? Like, it's not that I want to shirk that responsibility or, like, not wear that hat. Like, I love wearing that hat, but I don't only want to wear that hat.
0: Right. It's real easy after you have kids to kind of lose your identity and just become mom or just become dad and kind of forget who you were before. Um, And, you know, lose friends and relationships and stop doing your hobbies and all of that stuff. And it's right. It's hard to keep up with that. But you have to find a way to like, you know, still be a human being yourself and, you know, have your own life, too. I know for us, sometimes it's like we have to just tell our we have to be very intentional about like we're gonna take the kids to the grandparents for a couple of days and just go have a night yep. you know camping is one of the things that we always loved to do before kids so like even just the other day we were talking we're like it's prime camping weather we haven't been in like three years we're gonna have to just just do it just go just get rid of the kids for a couple of nights and go yeah um you know yeah just because that's kind to... of a part of us that we've lost <laughs>
1: Right, right. Yeah. And then you read stories about people who, you know, they become in empty nesters and.
0: Yeah. And not then sure they're getting divorces because they don't even know each other anymore. anymore and, and, yeah. Or, yeah.
1: you know, like it's probably a cliche at this point, but like the midlife crisis is, at, you yeah. know, the same idea. Um, so, yeah, trying to be intentional about giving ourselves margin and the time to still have some hobbies and. Yeah do things on our own with friends and do things together with friends and do things as a Mm -hmm. family with friends and, you know, bring our kids along for the ride while still letting them explore things and try out new activities, but not letting um, their schedule dictate our whole world. You know, yeah, it's it's tricky though. It's tricky, but it
0: is important. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So um, if people want to learn more about like you or your course, where can they find you at?
1: Yeah, you can find it at goodbonesunited.com. And we're also on Instagram and Facebook.
0: Cool. And I'll be sure that that is all linked in the show notes as well. It's been so great chatting with you today, Eli. Thank you.
1: Yes, likewise. Thanks for having me. All
0: right. I hope you enjoyed that chat with Eli. I think he really had a lot of great perspective and a lot to say about, um, you know, the importance of having a supportive team and some flexibility, not only at work but also with your partner, and the importance of communicating and having those conversations with your partner. Um, if you enjoyed this chat, I really recommend you go and check out his course, and I'll be sure to link that in the show notes. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate a subscribe and... Uh, leaving a review. That's one of the best things that you could do to support your favorite podcasters. So just um, on whatever platform you're listening to, if you wouldn't mind leaving a review, I would greatly appreciate it. And you can find more at playgroundsandpaychecks.com or find us on Instagram or Facebook. Until next time, take care of yourselves.